on the latest episode of Real Health with me, Carl Henry. I'm delighted to be joined by international best-selling author Heman Sunim, telling us what to do when things don't go your way. When we are, you know, very young and have a first love and the first love did not work out, we feel as though this is the end of the world. However, we learn that is not the case. We move on. We find some other people. We begin to see that uh, when things don't go your way, uh, maybe it's not the end. As ever, we're available on all podcast platforms. On this week's Big Tech Show, you might not think it could happen to you, but our guest this week explains how a significant number of Irish people may be falling victim to romance frauds online. Victims can feel a misplaced sense of shame. People can blame themselves. They feel embarrassed. And so they don't want to tell family, friends. They don't want to report it to the police. In some cases, of course, the victims are already in relationships. They're married. They have an extra reason to keep that quiet. The Big Tech Show, available on all podcast platforms. Platforms. Today on the Indo Daily, cannabis oil, cryptocurrencies, and adult entertainment sites. What is John Delaney doing now? John here. Um, quick one for you. I have a scheme that can make you three grand a year. The disgraced former FAI chief executive was once the toast of Irish football. He climbed to the highest levels almost of European football. He was very well spoken. He was on the ex-co of UEFA. He was mixing with, you know, Michel Platini and Alexander Seferin. But now the Sunday Independent can exclusively reveal that Delaney is recruiting his former Irish football contacts to become directors of Irish companies for overseas online businesses. Boasting it is money for jam. Just a quickie, did you have a look at that proposal? Give me a shout today. Um, It's money for jam, pal, but give me a shout back. A representative of the UK company that Delaney is working with told an undercover Sunday Independent reporter that Irish recruits would be directors of companies whose businesses include dating websites, bodybuilding supplements, diet pills and cannabis oil insisting that the scheme was 1 million percent legitimate. They're legit anyway, all the, the, these people, yeah. That's... A million percent, a million percent, I'm that enough. I'm Ellen Coyne, and today on the Indo Daily, I'm joined by Mark Tai, Sunday Independent reporter who's broken this story and ask what next for John Delaney. So, Mark, people will know you for the stories that you've written about the FAI and John Delaney and obviously Champagne Football, the fantastic book that you co-authored on the entire scandal. But you have an exclusive story in the Sunday Independent, which brings a fresh twist on the John Delaney tale. So tell us, what is the former chief executive of the FAI up to at the moment? Yes. Yeah, so since 2019, and when John Delaney got a substantial payoff from the FAI, and you know he's still under investigation by the Corporate Enforcement Authority, he moved to the UK to just outside of London and set up a, a consultancy firm, Delay Limited. He's been involved in a number of enterprises, you know, from working with um, construction firms, working with football clubs. More recently, we've uncovered that he's got into this kind of battery farm operation where he's recruiting um, Irish directors to go on the board to help set up new corporations in Ireland to to work for e-commerce companies, which is um, a strange move, I suppose. And I've, I've be, I was alerted to this earlier this year by people involved in amateur football. Like John Delaney was famous for going around the country, visiting over 2,000 football clubs. He's built up a, a, quite a network of contacts and, you know, some of them would be very loyal to him still. I think, he's, I think he was very hardly done by by the FAI and the media. Um, and so I started getting calls earlier this year saying, um, 
John Delaney's approached me and he wants me to become a director of a, of a company uh, for an online company and he's offering me three 3,000 euro a year to do this or he's saying that the company he's involved with will pay that money. Just a quickie, did you have a look at that proposal? Give me a shout today. Um, it's money for jam, pal, but give me a shout back. Okay, hope you're well. Cheers, pal. So in layman's terms, according to John Delaney's pitch, what exactly was he kind of asking or expecting people to do? Put in pure layman's terms, he said it's money for jam, you know, for <laughs> money for doing effectively nothing or very next to nothing. So the company he's working with are, are called Merchant Connect Incorporations. They're based in Raleigh in Essex. And un- we, we got an undercover reporter to respond and, and say, you know, they were friends of John Delaney's. Um, and they were very warm to that, saying, yeah, John's a great guy. He's helping us re- recruit a lot of his friends and, uh, in Ireland. We need we need a lot of Irish directors. We have more companies than we have Irish directors. So these are they're basically setting up these brass plate enterprises. So brass plate in, in effect that they'll they'll have an address in Ireland, which would be, would be the address of the, the football uh, volunteer or, you know, whoever is a friend of John Delaney's, whoever wants to sign up for this enterprise, their home address will be used as the, the business address for this newly incorporated entity. And then they would help set up a, a bank account, which is, is essential, I suppose, if you're in any kind of um, business, you need a need a bank account to operate, take in money, get tra- credit card uh, transactions. So this is an essential thing that they're looking for, an Irish, an EU bank account, a merchant bank account. All that the directors, these new directors would have to do is basically ensure that they haven't been a director previously. So basically they've had no previous business experience, uh, experience yes, which you would think would be something that a business would like if it was, you know, a top of the range business. When, when I try and explain it to people, I like them to be fully aware. It's nothing untoward procedure of any business. Um, and there isn't anything to worry about because there is no employees. Um, they'd want someone with a lot of experience, um, but they need to have a kind of a clean background, no criminal uh, convictions. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to provide their passport, six months of bank account, a copy of those things. That, that, that's so they can be vetted by the UK entity, uh, Merchant Connect Incorporations. Um, and then if you go through that and you're clean and they like you, um, they'll say, we'll, we'll, we'll match you up with one of our clients. So this is something we're, we're very curious about. Well, who's, who are the clients? Yeah, and in your story, um, you described, you know, the companies that these people would become directors of and they're fairly um, eclectic, I'd say, range <laughs> of companies. Can you talk us through like what, what these companies actually are and what kind of industries they're, they're kind of based in? Yeah, so when our undercover reporter pushed uh, Mark Rooney, who was the manager we were speaking with in, in Merchant Connect, he was saying, well, you know, people that go to gyms and they need like their their supplements, their their, their powders and their pills. So if, if you go on a lot of websites, you'll see, you know, it's a lot of it, I describe it as clickbait yeah. um, kind of ads, you know, like, you know, hone up your body, lose three stone in, in a month, this kind of stuff. So a lot of their business seem to be based on that, you know, selling these kind of uh, health supplements 
or you know whatever the latest fad is. Uh, also CBD oils, so cannabis oil. And he also mentioned the Mark Rooney said, "Look, this is all this is all kosher. This is all one million percent legit." He said, "You know, I signed up my family for this. I've signed up you know very close relatives, my neighbours." Uh, he mentioned that a close family member was now a director of a company that was a dating website. Right. Um, and we asked our undercover reporter, asked, "Well, I'm not I'm not going to be selling pornography here or anything well, like that." We know in advance anyway. Like we'd what what kind of company we'd be signing up for like I, I'm you know just that it wouldn't be pornography or anything like that you know um, no 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 can I be I'll be up front and honest with you yeah. so in the UK we did a lot of um, adult entertainment apparently before I started work and because the boss wanted to attract more uh, what's the word highbrow clients right he's had to move away from that so we've got very very few adult entertainment sites he mentioned that in England, where they've some 600 directors recruited to, to, to front these brass plate companies, that you know they had like uh, people who worked in prisons, uh, mortgage brokers. And he said, "Look, we realise that if their employer um, does background checks on them, which they do occasionally, you know they can't be a director of a, an adult entertainment website." So he said, "You know, if that was an issue, they'd ensure that uh, the Irish directors wouldn't be on." Um, an X-rated website as a director, so quite, as you say, quite an eclectic uh, bunch. But also, one of the direct people who was approached to be a potential director talked directly to John Delaney, and um, Delaney told him that the company he had in mind for him would be involved in trading in cryptocurrency. Okay. And um, I've seen on on social media, John Delaney has been involved in kind of um, links with people in cryptocurrency trading, crypto mining. Um, so, but when we put that to Merchant Connect, they said that wasn't part of their operation. They weren't aware of any kind of crypto uh, schemes or businesses. So that might be a kind of a, a side enterprise we think that uh, Delaney is, is is involved in. Okay, so um, I'm really interested in how John Delaney like works. So he approaches somebody, um, you've mentioned he has a lot of contacts um, in, in kind of the, the world of football. What what is the approach? How does he how does he kind of pitch this to people? Everyone uses WhatsApp, I suppose, nearly, but I'm not a big user of WhatsApp voice notes. Um, so John Delaney is so he's he's been sending people voice notes, you know, uh, on on WhatsApp, um, setting out his pitch, you know, and we've obtained some of these. So like when I when I first heard of this, I was like, oh, come on, you're having me on. <laughs> so I, I asked for proof, and I got the voice notes, and they're they're quite incredible. John here. Um, quick one for you. I have a, I have a scheme that can make you three grand a year and 500 quid that will help with any introduction you give. Um, it's directorships of companies in Ireland. You can't have been a director of a company before, that's all. So, with all of my mates doing it, it's 100% legit by the way. Wouldn't put it to you otherwise. Um, Text me if it's of interest to you and I'll get the stuff sent on to you, followed on by a Zoom call. And again, it's your decision if you want to go with it or not. But it's a handy three grand and you get 500 quid for everybody else who does it. 100% legit. People are maybe used to the John Delaney as a very slick, he became a very slick kind of executive. You know, he's a chartered accountant, um, you know, and he would have been a cut above a lot of people involved in the FAI for many years. And, you know, he, he carried this 
acumen and prestige. You know, he, he climbed to the highest levels almost of U- European football. He was very well spoken. He was on the ex-co of UEFA. He was mixing with, you know, Michel Platini and Alexander Seferin. And so to hear him in these voice notes is kind of the the guy who was mixing in the the halls around the country on the the, the, the rubber chicken circuit with, with blue collar football community of Ireland. This is more Delaney I've heard of, I suppose, but n- never heard on the records, you know, where he's calling, hey, pal, what's up? You know, money, money for jam, you know, it's 100% legit. I wouldn't put it to you otherwise. So you're seeing Delaney, the salesman here or hearing Delaney, the salesman here in these in these uh, voice note pitches that he's, he's putting to people and saying, you know, look, it's, it's it's up to you. I won't push you into this, but it's mo- it's money for jam, you know, and also, also, I suppose what we're used to Delaney as well. He's a real name dropper. And mm-hmm. even though you know, he's been um, effectively frozen out of Irish sporting and, and corporate life. That isn't the case in the UK, where he's been welcomed by many people, a lot of Irish expats as well, I believe. But um, interestingly, he was name dropping, you know, having only recently ran into Heather Humphreys, our minister for, uh, recently a minister for justice, a temporary minister for justice, still minister for social protection, that he had a conversation with her at a black tie event in London. I don't know about boxing anymore, Diviva, unfortunately. Um, good to hear from you. Who I met the other night was Heather Humphreys, and we discussed you. Great lady. She came over to at a function and said it all, which is very good of her. Top woman. Organised by the Irish community over there, €195 Euro ahead. And, you know, name-dropping Heather Humphreys. Now, it took me some time to get a response from Heather Humphreys' uh, spokesman. Didn't seem to be keen to comment on this, but... I bet. Eventually, uh, he came back to me and said, you know, there was no meeting. Uh, this was a, a passing conversation where Heather had spoken to him for around 30 seconds at, a, at the black tie function for St. Patrick's Day when she was over there representing the government. John Delaney is kind of like, he sounds like a kind of Del Boy character in these WhatsApps and he's nearly talking to people as if he's doing them a favour by getting them in on this. And just to be 100% clear, what he's asking people to do when he's trying to recruit them as directors, is he asking them to do anything illegal? No, definitely not. Um, you know, signing up to be a couple, like people are going in. So the way it works is if if you if you're say John, yes, let's let's go there. Um, you'll get in contact with this guy Mark Rooney from Merchant Connect in the UK. He sent us over um, our, our undercover reporter, uh, basically uh, a PowerPoint. Now it's scant on detail. It's kind of uh, a bit vague. It's like uh, they're using all the. The, the clip share um, corporate you know guys with mobile phones and blue suits um, that kind of stuff you know become a business franchisee perfect opportunity to make more money um, this job is done completely remotely from home so they're basically saying right. we want you um, to be a franchisee basically to set up um, for our unnamed uh, clients uh, selling CBD oil diet pills all the rest of it the e-commerce is the kind of the the, the broad term they're using. They're setting out that you will be a, a director slash owner of the, the business entity. Look, we're a corporate service provider. Clients come to us and we do all the banking. We do all the taxation for them. We do all the compliance for them. Um, all the due diligence. But on the phone, Mark Rooney was telling our undercover reporter that, look, you have nothing, any paperwork you get, we'll see it first. We'll tell you how to fill it in. You know, it's definitely not illegal. Um, but it's unusual, and I. There, but there are pitfalls. Um, you know, it, once you become a director under Irish law, you're covered by the Companies Act, which is policed by the Corporate Enforcement Authority, which John Delaney knows quite well because he's under investigation by them for what happened during his term at the FAI. So directors have certain responsibilities, you know, for financial probity to make sure the company is trading correctly. So I, I just say, if and there obviously are people we know 
they told us some 10 people have signed up in Ireland for this. Um, I just, I'd flag that, you know, they'd want to be very sure who the, the clients are and who these companies are. We don't have details on who they are, other than that they're, they're offshore, they're, they're foreign entities. Um, Mark Rooney compared them to like Amazon and Deliveroo. But I think the fact that they're trying to recruit nobodies with no, no, no practical business experience, no directorship experience, um, shows that they're not the top tier kind of blue chip companies that are looking to sell in Ireland. What they're really looking for is someone that can get a merchant account in Ireland, which is highly desirable for anyone that's a trading. So say if you click on one of these ads for for diet pills, let's say, um, a lot of people will have regrets and go, oh, I shouldn't have put in my credit card details and they'll contact their bank, seek a refund. Now, if the bank sees that the company you're tr you've uh, sent your money to is in the Seychelles, say, they'll probably 99% of the time straight away give you a refund. Say if they say the company that's charged you is based in, let's say, you know, Athlone, and it's, you know, it's got an Irish director, they'll say, hang on, now, this looks like a completely legitimate Irish company. So for these e-commerce companies, having an Irish-based, uh, Irish domicile company and an Irish merchant bank account with, an, you know, an Irish director signing off on it is highly desirable because it means you'll get less uh, re have to give less refunds effectively if people want refunds for whatever reason. So, uh, and also, you know, it's just much easier to process your money having an, an, an EU-based bank account, an Irish-based bank account. So it's a highly desirable thing. And obviously there is, a you know, there is money involved here, 3,000 euro, uh, 700 a year, 750 euro if you can refer your buddy on and he gets recruited to be a director. So look, it's definitely not illegal in, in any way I can see, but it's, I suppose, highly unusual. And as part of your investigation, you had an undercover reporter who was like liaising with MCI a lot and kind of having conversations with them. What was what was that like? Hello. Hello, is that Mark? It is speaking, yeah. Mark, it's me. It's um, Jane here. Oh, we, uh, we, we said in our initial emails that we knew um, John Delaney and we knew uh, one other person who'd received the email and we'd heard about this. Um, and then we got a phone call, a couple of calls uh, from this guy, Mark Rooney, a manager with the company. We couldn't get him off the phone, really. <laughs> um, um, he, you know, he's a real salesman. You know, he's talking about uh, he's English, but, you know, he's saying he wanted to retire over in Mayo, uh, do some fishing there. Um, you know, he was a real salesman saying, you know, he'd recruited his, his, all his neighbours, uh, his 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 uh, children um, to be these directors saying this. is. He kept insisting it was 100% legit while being completely vague. That was our number one question was, you know, what's, who are, who are, who are we fronting for here? You know, who are we representing here? And so he was entirely vague on that, you know, other than saying, you know, it was to do with diet pills or exercise um, supplements or dating websites and the, and the, and the kind of comical reference to the adult entertainment websites. You know, he name dropped Amazon and Deliveroo as types of e-commerce companies but you know I don't think Amazon or Deliveroo are going around recruiting uh, people from amateur football teams to front their their companies in you know the, the remote parts of Ireland are, are employing the former CEO to of the FAI to recruit these time directors so uh, yeah he's quite a character and you know he said his boss was friends of John Delaney he said you know John makes sure we get kosher people he said you know right. so John is very, kind of like their their guy going out in the field and recruiting the people um, and um, I, I looked up the, the director of Merchant Connect. You know, he's an experienced businessman. He's got, you know, uh, experience in banking and also a qualified hypnotherapist. So, um, you know, an interesting and colourful um, kind of company, um, I'd say.
And I was really interested um, reading your story about the fact that I guess this seemed to come to your attention because Delaney was trying to recruit people from the world of football. And I suppose um, from those of us that have been following your work, we might be surprised to read that Delaney is still, you know, keeping himself involved in in the world of football, particularly in the UK. I've, I've kind of been tracking John Delaney's intrigue to see what he's making of, you know, what he's doing in the business world with his company Delay Limited. Um, and he seems to have, um, you know, become quite um, diverse in terms of, you know, on one hand, we've got Hibernian in Edinburgh in, in the UK recently put out a social media post where they thank John Delaney for helping set up a, a new commercial business with where they're outsourcing their finances to a company called Omnia. And John Delaney was thanked personally by the commercial director of Hibernian for helping set up that deal. I spoke to the one of the agencies involved, uh, Catalyst for Sports, they're kind of a, uh, they do a lot of football agency work. Like they have a lot of Northern Irish, Scottish players uh, on their books. And they they said, yeah, we work with John Delaney on that deal, but he's not he's not uh, an employee of ours. He just is kind of a consultant that helped us on that deal. And then um, Birmingham City, uh, another kind of quite a big club not so long ago were in the Premier League. They um, had a recent golf outing to Malaga and um, they said, oh, you know, thanks, John Delaney, for being among our clients there. And, and the other thing, I suppose, is, you know, while John Delaney and the FBI have completely parted ways, John Delaney has remained very close to a lot of people in Irish football. He would regularly talk to people in quite senior positions in a lot of football clubs, big amateur clubs, also some League of Ireland clubs, um, who would, you know, use John as a sounding board or John would be talking to them. I, I know, for instance, he is um, very critical of Jonathan Hill, uh, the right. current CEO, and also very critical of Stephen Kenny. He's expressed this a number of times, thinking Kenny oh. is in over his head. So, um, yeah, he, he keeps very close tabs on Irish football and a lot of people in Irish football would still keep in very close contact with John. That's really interesting. Um, and I'm sure John Delaney's camp are probably never thrilled when they get an email or a call from you. But um, I understand that you have reached out to them as part of this story. Did you Have you heard anything back? No, not not to date. As, as we know, like for the last three years, John Delaney's been, go, been fighting the Corporate Enforcement Authority over access to his FAI emails. They say it's important as part of their overall investigation. Um, so his solicitor is Aidan Eames, longtime solicitor. I always, you know, would always want to get some feedback from John on any story. So, you know, Aidan before hasn't welcomed my queries and, you know, threatened to report me to the Gardaí for harassing <laughs> John. Um, I'm just doing my job. So look, I I, I did email um, Mr. Eames on Wednesday. I haven't received a response. I've also, you know, also contacted uh, Merchant Connect to tell them we're writing the story and we didn't receive a response. Right. Well, it's um, yet another fascinating story about John Delaney. Mark, thank you so much for coming in and talking us through it. Thanks, Alan. My thanks to Mark Ty. I'm Ellen Coyne and today's episode was produced by Garrett Mulhall, researched by Tabitha Monaghan with sound by John Smith. Archive clips from independent.ie. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow and leave us a review. 